tune in, tune in, tune in, This weekend car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found? Check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, internet and TV superstar, Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. How's it going, Jeff? What's up? What's up? What's up? Good, good, good. Yeah, guys, I'm sharing real quick to as many places as I can. Uh, I already shared to a couple of bowling oh, groups my. on accidents. <laughs> to bowling groups? Yeah, to, to my bowling yeah. buddies. Uh, well, that, maybe they'll get into car audio. Uh, yeah. that, that's a good story. It don't happen. <laughs> um, anyway, our guest this week is Gary Davis of 405 up, Car guys? Audio. What's going on, Gary? Oh, not much. Just finally got the shop back open today. Got moved into big location. So it's been a good day so far. Can't complain. All right. Well, tell us about your uh, new shop, where it's located, all that stuff. So people you now realize that we are actually broadcasting. Uh, we have people watch us in New Zealand, Germany, and all that. So, That's pretty awesome. Um, be a little more specific than just somewhere in the United States. <laughs> we are located. In Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, uh, our location, our address, our new address is 9700 Northwest 6th Street here in Oklahoma City. We're about six minutes from our old shop that most most people know. We're not too far away, just straight down I-40 and go past uh, Reno, Morgan and Reno. So. Reno? Reno Avenue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reno. Because I'm Avenue. from well, Reno. Well, not that Reno. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm from Reno. So we got a whole bunch of people uh, watching here from Reno right now. That's um, awesome. So, yeah. So right now we got some people from Canada. Stefan, uh, Team Mini, watching from Canada. We got Tiffany um, watching from uh, Barbados. We got SQ Sounds, which is her husband, uh, Tristan. He's watching over on the YouTube side. We got Woody McDonald. He's on both platforms right now. He's watching from California. So, yeah, nice. so we're all over the place. We got a guy named uh, James Childers. Uh, oh, yeah. He James, seems to that's know who one you of my are. best friends. Oh, James. Uh, yeah. yeah. Watch out. He He'll talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, what's up, Gary? 405 Car Audio, the best in the business. Yeah, there James is go. awesome. Good friend of mine. <laughs> He's probably he's probably lying about best in the business, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that what friends are supposed to do? Have your back and lie about you? Yeah, I know. You know, make me feel good. That's right. <laughs> uh, so why don't you uh, let's why don't we start? So your business is in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Yep. Um, yeah, that's different than Kansas City, Kansas, because I go through. I've been through there a bunch of times. I haven't been through Oklahoma City yet, <laughs> other than when we did World Finals there. Um, yeah. Were you in there? Were you part of that when we did World Finals in Oklahoma? Oh, mm -mm. uh, so it was kind of cool because it was only the second year that uh, what's Oklahoma's NBA team like Thunder or something? Thunder, yeah. yeah. Okay, Thunder. so it was only the second year that the uh, Thunder were in existence, and they were actually having their tryouts in the same oh. facility 
that we were doing our world finals. Um, Brian Nyman drove out there. Uh, dude, he could barely walk. He was so drunk and won 39.9 base race. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he goes, I'll show you how to base race. And, oh, and, and dude, no problems. <laughs> Yeah, he, he definitely wasn't tense in the lanes that day. Uh, I'll guarantee that. Um, yes, yeah, so that was my only time uh, actually staying in Oklahoma City. I am headed to, I think it is Oklahoma City, uh, for the Softball World Series with my daughter uh, coming the end of May, I think, or June or May. Oh, so nice. I think that's Oklahoma City. Flying? Also. Uh, absolutely flying. I'll fly in for the weekend. <laughs> We'll watch the World Series and then I'll fly back out. So that's only uh, three and a half. Uh, I think my daughter said it was like two and a half hours from her house to Oklahoma City or three hours. She lives in Wichita. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, so it's not very far. And I don't know how she drives. She might drive 130 miles an hour. I don't know. I just pay her insurance. So it is what it is. Anyway, um, so why don't, we, why don't you tell us about some of the builds and whatnot yeah. and what's special about your car shop compared to the other ones out there in the local area? Well, we've been – I started uh, three years ago, and I kind of started, you know, in the, more of the SPL side of things. And I do a lot of the custom, just about anything custom, fiberglass doors, uh, fourth order, sixth orders. We've got – right now we have – a fourth order, sixth order in shop, and then I've got a C pillar wall we're about to start, and I've got a blow through truck we're about to start. Um, it's kind of put us on a staple in Oklahoma City for bigger builds. Um, we do a lot of the smaller stuff through the week. I mean, that really gets us by because SPO builds take so long. So, but I did it forever by myself, almost three years. And then my father in law, he does all the wood shop. You know, he's retired, so he helps on that on that side. But I just finally got me a new employee today, um, Ryan Sanders out of Portales, New Mexico. So he just he moved here and started with me, and he's going to do a pretty good job. So oh, that's good to, hear. good to hear. Yeah, it's difficult to find guys that are knowledgeable, um, not just knowledgeable in car audio, but knowledgeable in sales, especially. I mean, that's how you make your living, right? So it, it definitely have to be knowledgeable in integration. That's really big with nowadays. Uh, especially with all these new cars, yeah, they already come technology. with yeah, they already come with decent stereo um, systems and stuff. So you got to be able to integrate. Um, probably Oklahoma, like uh, Nevada, big thing is the remote starts and stuff like that. You know, yeah, especially with all the new Ford stuff, they got the Bang and Olsen system, VO systems, and you know, with like the new uh, 21, 22 Ford F two fifties and stuff. You can't use if it's got VO system. You got to yank the whole amp out and do a five channel and a processor, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, because you just can't really t tap in, yeah, or tap into the you know the factory stuff. You got to do this in. Uh, I I did like a I think it was like a 08 or something Lexus that was a very similar situation. Um, it wouldn't let you bypass the factory amp. It shut a whole bunch of other stuff off. So you actually had to remove it. And yeah. install fresh, you know, with a, a new system. So we learn every day with some of the new integration stuff, especially on the BMs, BMW cars with the fiber optics. You guys are in, you guys are in Oklahoma. There can't be no BMWs there. It's There's not like you're here in California. There's a ton of them. <laughs> There's a ton of them. I've done if a few. There is, if, if there are, Gary's done them. 
<laughs> yeah. I've done a few, but not. I don't like BMWs, and I don't <laughs> like Audis either. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just try to try to shy away from them a little bit. Uh, so do you do Teslas out there? Do you have many of those? We have a few. There's quite a bit of Teslas, but I've never done one. Okay. I've never, never, never. I can't even talk. Nobody's <laughs> ever bought. I would probably try. Okay. I've seen um, it. It's been done a bunch of times. Oh, okay. Uh, the only reason I ask is uh, the neighborhood I particularly live in, um, we're in close proximity with the uh, California Tesla shop. And actually, uh, Cal- uh, there's another Tesla shop that's like less than a mile away. And oh, yeah. uh, so my neighbors um, tend to be engineers and whatnot for Tesla. So I, I would say in my neighborhood, I have over 200 Teslas within – a quarter mile radius of me. That's crazy. So yeah, don't don't go uh, um, crashing into one. Oh yeah, watch it explode or something. <laughs> yeah, I have rode one. I rode in the plaid. Uh, Chris and Nathan, you oh, know, yeah. when they came, they came through Oklahoma. Me and Chris, and Nathan, were good friends. I I try to oh, talk to them right. as much as I can. I learned a lot from them guys. So you oh, know, yeah, they came in and picked me up, took me to lunch, and Nathan got a plaid. Dude, yeah. them things are stupid fast. He. <laughs> It's ridiculous. They're fast, <laughs> and they're fast right now. Yes. I mean, that's Super the amazing cool. part. Yes. There's uh, like a there's a button, right, that takes you from like zero to 60 in what, like a few seconds, right, in Tesla's? I don't, I don't know. He, he <laughs> hit it, and it was – my head was just in the headrest, and Chris <laughs> is back there laughing. He goes, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, they're, they're fun. My uh, – Buddy Brian Tilson, his wife just got one. I think it was plaid. They bought it used, yeah. and they lowered it and put wheels on it this last week. Okay, and so it'll be in your shop in two weeks. If I can get him to let his wife do anything with it, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Yep. Um, also, so, okay, so did you happen to watch our podcast or listen to it, uh, the one we had with Nathan? and We had one with Nathan. We also had one with Chris. Did you happen to catch either of those or? I think I watched one. It's been a while ago, brief. Yeah. Yeah, we had Nathan Munson on before he had some of his medical issues recently. And um, the, uh, the I'm not saying it's a problem, but a lot of my uh, listeners and people that watch, uh, you know, Nathan can talk over some people's heads. And uh, Yeah, he's, he, <laughs> he's a lot more knowledgeable than I. Like yeah, like, way like way 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 up. Like yeah, I can. I learned a lot. You know, Chris. Even Chris is super smart. He's young. Yeah, I think Chris is twenty two, twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I bought Pigpen Chris's old trunk car. You know, okay. a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah, and uh, I took it and took it to finals, and uh, you know, which we did a little bit different setup, and uh, we ran the Sundown Neo. Uh, compacts in it, V2 compacts and uh, two Crossfire XS16 case. And we, I still got a 64 9 out of the car. Um, out of a trunk. Car still did good, yeah. 64 9 when we did it at finals. And I actually came to Crossfire show. We yeah, did, I think, right. I a 64 1. Yeah, there. Um, 64 1 or 64 2. Is that, that Usaki or DB Drag? Usaki. Okay. I've never competed in DB drag with okay. the trunk car. Uh, I think Chris might have tried. I think he did it. I'm not for sure. I know it was pretty loud though. I think he tried like Radical X or something. He was telling me one time and did like a 
66, 67 with the back seats out. That's Mecca, right? Radical X. It may be. Or maybe he was saying he did it at the shop or something. Okay. That car is still loud. Actually, James Childress, uh, he bought the car um, from me. And I I dumped a ton of money in that car. I put airbags on that car. I probably put close to uh, 20 grand in that car. And uh, just with air ride, we, a whole year in a body shop, uh, that car is just absolutely gorgeous. But that car will still do, just putting the box and amps and stuff in it, that car will still do a 64 today. There you go. Um, yeah, James just mentioned in here you're going to work on his stock car soon. Yeah, and, we're... and then he owns Pigpen now it, yeah. in its show car form. Show car. It is beautiful. It's it's fully bagged on True Heart and JNC gold plated wheels and all the interior has been redone in vinyl. And you guys don't live in the Oakland area. What are you doing with gold plate and stuff? And dude, that's that's really popular got, in the Oakland. That was a brave one for me. But they looks good though. It, it looks does. Good, though. <laughs> I it's bet one that of bunch, bunch car shows. I bet that really uh, stands out there in the Oklahoma area with gold plated yeah, wheels. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> he's got a something he's gonna show. <laughs> so Alan This is Pigpen to the team. Oh, there you go. Ah. He drew that That's little rendering. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when uh Chris had yep. it. Yeah, Chris had it and it was ugly. Man, it was beat up. <laughs> that, that that dang car was smoking and exhaust falling off of it. Well, it was I an said, SPL car, so yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I went to <laughs> I went to Clovis and uh me and Conrad went and picked that car up, and I said, "Man, I bought a piece of crap." And <laughs> yeah, you did. Have the Chris didn't even have when I went to buy it. I said, "Is it run?" He goes, "Yeah, it's running." I said, "Well, let's drive it." He goes, "Well, half the suspension's out." So <laughs> the whole stabilizer front end wasn't on the car, so we had to go to his house, and he had a junk one in the back of the yard. So we had to pull the front end off and put it on just so we can get it on the trailer, so we could drive it on the trailer. Yeah, and I got it home, and we got it all working. Chris, we got it together at Chris's shop at Eastern Audio. Yeah, and uh, that guy will test till one, two, three o'clock in the morning. He has stacks of papers that thick full of notes. Yep, uh, that that's, that's uh, yeah, that's something Jeffrey and I both did when we competed, and um, you know that that's definitely like he said, like Jeff said, that's next level stuff, and that's how you get better and and you actually score you know, insane amount of score and uh, get yourself known through the SPL world. But you know, now it's, it's a little bit easier, right? With the uh, term lab. Oh yeah, the new term lab. New, Have you used that winners, yet? Yeah, I've got, all, I've got all the new software update and everything. Wayne sent me all that. Uh, we got everything updated online, but yeah, I've got the globe and we do all that here at the shop. I've got a, I've got a 75 inch TV in the back of the shop just for SPL. <laughs> 75. Yeah. That's in case that you get a blind yeah. guy competing or what? Yeah, I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm weird. I just, I hook my HDMI cord up and I get all my stuff out. I get my, my notebook out. And I'll probably spend probably this weekend two or three hours or so just trying to rough in Tim's build. I kind of know where it needs to be already for finals for, you know, him to place pretty well. Um, 
So we'll see how it goes. I think it'll go well. Just a lot of testing. So when is that finals? Uh, 26th of March. Okay, and what one is that one? That's USACI? USACI. It's in Lawton, Oklahoma, yeah. Okay, uh, Jeffrey, are you going to that event? Uh, I believe so, yeah. As, yeah, as a we, uh, judge? We the, uh, no, as a spectator. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we booked the room. Uh, there's a casino out there, so uh, we booked the room. Yeah. Go and, uh, I don't know how big that box. casino is. But... Oh, it's, it's legit. I was there yeah. last year. I was there well, last year. It's legit. Yeah. We, there was a poker room and everything really nice. Won some money, you know. Was, so uh, Jeffrey uh, knows his funny. casinos, though. <laughs> I can find one. He's he's a one. yeah he he's a high roller in Vegas. He, he doesn't oh, have no. he doesn't have to pay for rooms in Vegas. Oh no, he, he's beyond <laughs> that point. No, he no slot machines. I get lucky. That's about it. Oh yeah, oh, I don't yeah. think Jeff yeah, plays well, slot machines very often. No, they <laughs> probably goes, me. He probably goes out to Nevada. There's no <laughs> such place. <laughs> See, there's an A in Nevada. So yeah. Yeah, Nevada. 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 That's right. Nevada. Being as I'm from there, we know how to pronounce it correctly. Not me. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no. I can't even talk right half the time, so that's all right. Nah. Um. Uh. So you got that World Finals. Um. Jeffrey said you guys have your new shop open up, is what Jeffrey told yeah. me. And uh, so you're uh, talking about possibly doing shows there, or what? What's the kind of plan for that? Yeah, I probably will, man. I'd like to have BB Drag out here. Okay. I know a guy. Gotta... Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> probably get Jeffrey out here. Hey. We can get it done. Uh, let's book it. Let's book it. Yep. Yeah, we can get. We can do it. I'm down. How, uh, how, far are those, how far is that for you, Jeff? Actually, it's probably about, I want to say like three hours. Oh, shoot. It's like going to, it's like going up to Bakersfield or something from LA, or right? From like SoCal to Vegas, dude. I could do yeah. that drive falling asleep. Well, <laughs> we, you, we, you, we need BB drag here. Yeah. We need them. We do. Like, seriously, I think, I think it would be fun. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the guys here, uh, even the USAC guys, they, mm -hmm. they like baseboards. Jimmy Pittman has baseboards and he's been here a few times and it's done really well. Mm -hmm. um, I think BB drag would just kill it. I think even just having one show a month or, mm -hmm. or something, you know, get it, get it out there. Cause I know a lot of the Oklahoma guys. Yeah. And Tulsa guy, Oklahoma city and Tulsa guys and like Weatherford and El Reno and all the guys around us, like uh, Salisol and Henrietta. Mm -hmm. uh, I know uh, Gerald Nicholson and all those guys, they come oh, all yeah. the way to Crossfire. Yeah. They drop all the way to Dallas and they come down and do shows. And <laughs> yeah. that's, that's Oklahoma guys. So, right. Yeah. I yeah, I did a show last year. Um, uh, last year with Smiley Watts, uh, he he does an event yeah. uh, out there uh, in Ardmore, Oklahoma, and and uh, he had us out yeah. there one year. Uh, last year it was I think it was in August, yeah. and uh, yeah, we got uh, quite a few Yuseki guys trying out DB drag, and you know, so it was definitely definitely uh, want to try it out some more up there where you are though. Even Ardmore would be a good point. You know, a good meeting point between here and Dallas because yeah. Ardmore's nice and there's stuff to do in Ardmore because you got, you know, a few things like uh, the, well, I call them mountains, small mountains, but you know, <laughs> rolling hills. Yeah, rolling hills, basically. Yeah, they're small. It's nothing compared to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you don't mind, I'd like to make a suggestion to you. Uh, what I've seen yeah. successful with uh, stereo shops. Doesn't matter the format, USACI, DB drag, whatever right. you want, is you put up a whiteboard. Have you ever watched Street Outlaws? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, 
Yeah. Farm, so, I talk to Farm Truck and him all the time. Farm Truck comes to – he's been to my shop a few times. That's cool. So so just – so you know how they have the board with the list on it? Yeah. That list works just as good in stereo competitions. You put mm -hmm. the classes on there, and and you you just make it, hey, these are for my customers. And you come purchase something from me, that's how you get on the list. Then you compete at the show, that's how you move up the list. And I'm oh, just saying okay. you might be surprised on how much money somebody would spend to move up one place on that list. Um, hmm. it, uh, actually, uh, I made that suggestion to um, Rusty Flowers. And yeah. he, he was the he's the only stereo shop I've ever had actually implement it. And it was extremely successful for his shop. I mean, he grew his shop grew exponentially because of DV drag. Um, and like I said, it, it's real simple to do. It's just a whiteboard. You stick on the board and somebody walks in. Hey, how do I end up on that board? There you right. go. There's your icebreaker. There's, well, hey, look, you know, if you're a customer, you spend at least this much, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, the other thing we did also as a stereo shop, if you paid for a Jeffrey, to, say, to come up or whatever, uh, you can usually work out a deal with the judge where um, the fee that you paid him also includes, say, two entries. So it's two first-time entries for some, and you tell a customer, hey, check this out. If you buy these amps today, I'll cover your entry fee. Now, you really did cover their entry fee because you brought the show, but it's no additional cost out of you, but hopefully it draws, draws a sale for you, right? Because we're always looking to try and drive sales. Um, without you selling stuff, you can't have a shop. Right, absolutely. So um, ultimately, like I said, this is always a business. I have a great time, lots of fun doing it. Jeffrey has a good time, lots of fun doing this. I'm sure you do too. But oh, yeah. if we don't have a stereo shop willing to host events and right. making money, we don't have a place to play. Right. So uh, when I host an event, when I, when I come in and I run an event, a uh, big portion of my time and whatnot is, hey, make sure you guys go in and even just shake the owner's hand, say thank you for having this event here today. Show some respect. You know, when we leave, we don't tear apart the dry, the or, um, the parking lot. We clean up after ourselves, you know, so the owner isn't out there cleaning up. And this way they want us to come back again next year because not everybody's your customer. I mean, to be honest, right? But it is so much nicer when you have your customers there and you have other people. You can even get other shops involved. Hey, my shop against your shop. We'll do a side competition. Yeah. Who gets the most first place? And then you guys just have like a big trophy that goes tr shop to shop to whoever has the most first place. Right? Dude, if you have a shop. We could, even, we could do some audio giveaway, stuff like that, you know? Yep. It draws people in. We we had, when I had my old shop, I had a huge USAC show. It was big. I mean, it was so big it got shut down. And it was blocking traffic. It was big. Uh, I mean, a lot of people is probably watching on here. They can verify. I mean, there's probably, <laughs> I don't even know, man. It's probably 60, 70 cars ran at that show. Jared Nicholson was there. Mm -hmm. He actually helped pick up trash. Uh, him and a couple guys helped clean up the park lot, stuff like that. And the cops came by and shut it down. The city wouldn't sell me a permit, but I was in the industrial area. And the landlord told me, that it was so big 
and because it was it was huge. I mean, everything was piled all the way to the back with cars, and people were demoing. It was just I didn't expect it to be that way, but it turned out huge. Now, how and, big uh, is that location compared to the new location you have now? It's your new location lo- bigger. Inside, yeah, in oh yeah, yeah, three times. Oh, Inside perfect. shop was about perfect. twelve or twenty four hundred up front, and then I had twelve hundred in the back. That was a wood shop. But we had like an alley entryway that was the back, and they had a grass uh, parking lot in the back. Well, it just we was next to a hotel, behind a hotel, and behind a gun range, which is industrial. <laughs> yeah, so it was loud, and I get it. Everybody complained. They're going to complain anywhere you go. I mean, it's people, cops showed up, and they were going to write me a $1,500 ticket. They were going to write Connie a ticket. She was judging men at the time for USAC or that show. And they were actually going to do all this stuff. And then we just had to stop. And then we, we took it out to Crossroads Mall, which it even got bigger in a mall parking lot in Crossroads. Uh-huh. And it was huge. And it finished out to be a really, really good show. But I said, I can't have shows here anymore. So the new shop that I got, I've got a ton of parking. Um, yeah, and I, I can still pull a city permit, which I probably will. Um, okay. And I've got tons of shop space. I got six thousand square foot shop indoor, so we can even if if it rained, we can have the show inside. Oh, so I've perfect. Got plenty. perfect. You know, we can pull in one door and pull out the other because yep. I've got two big RV doors. I'm at the shop now, so it's okay. I can show it around on a computer, but it's. Oh, big. I wish you could. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> no. But you know, we we actually do. Uh, we're 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 also on. Uh, uh, what are the other, the other uh, audio? Uh, Spotify, yeah. uh, iHeart, okay. April. wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so ultimately also when we do these podcasts, we want to keep in mind that there are people listening audio only. And that's right. why when I – if you see a question or something and you want to answer it, then just always repeat gotcha. what the question is uh, just because that way other people – you know, no yeah, way. I've no got my phone over here on the side reading comments, making sure nobody's saying anything bad. Yeah, how uh, good looking I am, or <laughs> what kind of comments you got there? Gary, you want to no, read Fred some of them? here? I don't know what he said. He said something, but you know, there's uh, Ethan's in there. He says, Hi, Jeffrey. Uh, oh, and then Fred up? said, Book a triple point with event with Jeffrey. Yep. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. We got to get Roger to come, though. Hey, you know, he'll come. Oh, he will, huh? <laughs> but yeah, you better ask him before. Yeah, I, I think you want to yeah, ask him before you, you commit him. You work with him every day, dude, so you better know. <laughs> He's always up for a good show. He's always oh, up yeah. for a good show. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, so He's you, not building stuff anyway. So you as a retailer, when you do host an event, what do you? what is your goal with hosting an event? I like to bring in new people to the shop. You know, that's that's my goal. And, you know, uh, it's not terrible. I think the last show we had, I mean, we did, you know, a thousand bucks, 1200 bucks for that day okay. in sales, just selling. Cause I carry a lot of specialty stuff. You know, I try to carry all the gyms, machine work, uh, products. And I just try to carry, that's what sets me apart from a lot of shops in Oklahoma city too, is a lot of guys don't carry a lot of the small accessory stuff. Mm. You know, I carry like all the spark innovation products and all the stuff that all the SPO guys like all the base head likes. coronavirus nah um uh, <laughs> uh <get that> away. <laughs> we're social distancing here <laughs> yes ethan yeah. says i'm a goofball 
Dude, that guy ain't got nothing to talk about. He's better to do all than I am. I love him now. He's a good old dude. So, yeah, so for me, for me personally, when I um, approach a retailer and talk to them about hosting an event, I tell them, you know, hey, look, the bulkier clientele may not be here, be, but you're different. You specialize in SPL stuff, right? Yeah. So, but most retailers, they don't, obviously. <clears throat> they want to carry Rockford and they want to carry the big brands. Well, I'm, a, I'm about 50-50 because okay. I have to, I do, I'm probably, I'd say SPL. Well, I'll say 50 50. I'm probably okay. 80% and 20% SPL, but I, I take on four or five big builds a year right. at least. But I do carry a lot of the SPLs. Mm -hmm. but, but as a shop, so what I tell them, the owners, is hey, look, we're not going to drive your sales necessarily, but I promise you, we're going to create such a spectacle in front of your place. People are going to stop and say, what the hell is this? Then yeah. it's my job on the mic to say at the same time, hey, you guys need to go inside, check out this store. They're the ones supporting us. You know, go in, tell them things, blah, blah, blah. So we tell them that yeah. stuff. I, I've heard Jeffrey say the same thing when I've been to his show. So I know he does that. And by them doing that, then it's up to you guys. But as a show, as a promoter of a show, my whole go goal and hope is to get people to walk in your door. And that's what I'm trying to do. And then that from there, it's up to the store owner. And that way, and also when you hire a, um, what do we call We're called certified turnkey event promoters. When you hire a turnkey event promoter like myself or Jeffrey, and I believe that you, Saki, is similar, um, we don't require any of your staff to do the event. That way your staff can be walking throughout the event, talking to people, maybe helping mm -hmm. them fix their rides, getting them their fuses that they need so that they can keep going. Um, you know, just basically, oh, hey, dude, check this out. You walk in there, you see the guy with the 12-gauge wire for his speaker wire. And I promise <laughs> you, you switch that to 8-gauge, you're going to gain an SPL. Right. Right. And, and, that's a, and that's a driven sale by the show. And potentially – since you helped this customer, now they're going to come back and talk to you about possibly more stuff, especially if they're running 12-gauge wire for speakers. They obviously need is help. Is that why you're laughing? Because of Fred's comment? No, I didn't see that. Fred's comment. What did he say? Oh, I only see Freddie's a goofball. It probably hasn't caught up yet. Oh, okay. I, I, it may have missed it. I may have gone by it. It's caught up on mine. There's not much of a lag. Yeah. No, I, I just, I, I may have missed it. So, um, oh, so when is DB Drag Finals? Uh, DB Drag Finals are right behind Jeffrey right there. Uh, October 1st and 2nd, 2022. Oh, I don't even see. Okay. Uh, where's that? Marlboro? Where, what city is that in? Kentucky. <laughs> All right. Uh, Owen, Owensboro. Oh, Owensboro. Yeah. Owensboro, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. 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 It's got a really, it's like right by the lake. It's got a, it's got a nice area. It's got a hotel around it. I'm going to get a plane ticket. I'm going to come. I've never been to yeah. DB Drag Finals. So oh, it's fine. It's, it's going to be the 25th anniversary for yep. DB Drag. And Wayne said he's going to go all out. So if, is if he? you're thinking about any finals to go to, you should come to this one. I'm going to go. Yes, <laughs> I, I highly encourage. I'm actually working with my West Coast guys. They're a little not happy that we don't have a remote finals this year. We typically we've had a remote final since 2007 um, on the West Coast. We missed two years, I believe, since 2007. 
not having a remote finals. Uh, but this year we're not because of uh, the 25th anniversary. And Wayne intends to bring out the big towers. We're going to get the light trees going. And I, I would love to have the light trees going because I own them. So it'd yeah. be nice to have them and working. Um, but with all the upgrades on the term lab and stuff like that, it's just kind of went wayside, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, you'll have either me or Jeremy Creamer on the mic most likely out there. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched one of my shows, but I broadcast them live on Facebook all the time. Um, they call me the auctioneer. Uh, yeah. I get I get way involved with the thing. I talk about the competitors, how many world champions they've had. What, so I really try to bring a spotlight to the competitor that's in the lane. Um, ultimately, yeah. as a judge, I know that um, the – this industry is based on vanity. Um, I, I'm honest with all this stuff, uh, and I don't hide it. And if anybody tells me, I tell them the truth, right? So I know this industry is based on vanity. It's a look at me, look at me industry. So with that being said, when these guys pay to compete, I want mm -hmm. everybody to be looking at them when they're in the lanes. <laughs> so I try to make as big of a deal about every single competitor that I possibly can, even if they have the smallest system. Hey, look, he actually came and tried this. But you didn't, and you all call out guys in the crowd saying, hey, look, this guy's stepping up, but you aren't. Check out his ride. Come in, sit down, get a demo, you know, and, and it ends up being, in my opinion, a much better show because I'm my job is to put on a show. Well, that's what it's about, too. You know, mm -hmm. most of the orgs do a pretty good job. And, I mean, giving recognition to the, to the competitors, I mean, these – they. As you know, I don't compete anymore, which I'll probably come back next year, uh, 2023. But you got to spend a lot of money, man, a lot of time testing, spending tons of money on equipment, you know. So it's, we really don't get rich doing it. <laughs> it's really, really tired. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, so uh, Tristan over in Bridgetown, Barbados, he just popped in and said, uh, Gary, what is your favorite enclosure box design? On the YouTube side, oh, yes, that's sir. a good question. I like, I think fourth order. I like fourth orders. Ah. Okay. Uh, have Why? you done an ABC box? I have not. That's that's a hybrid fourth order. Um, it's quite interesting, but they're very, 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 hmm. very large. <laughs> um, uh, they have a very broad bandwidth. Uh, they're nice. Uh, but so what what do you like about fourth order designs? I kind of I mean they still get low, but I I like high notes too. You know with musical, mm -hmm. um, but they'll still get pretty low. It's like the one I have now. It plays it'll play fifty fives and but it'll still play down to twenty seven twenty eights. It's low. It's low. Tim's is low. I don't mine when I fit when I finish my con. It would play around 46, 47, the highest it would play mm -hmm. without having issues. If it get any higher, it would just have issues. But it was it would play down to around 28 uh, on the low side. But when I sold that to Pete Chavez, he put some new subs and stuff in it and did some maybe some port stuff. And they said they're playing down 23, 24, and it's a it's a full uh, fourth order. Okay. Uh, one so of you the mentioned uh, Tim, right? Uh, Yes. So it was he uh, um, like a, a vehicle that you've done 
the fourth I order in and and what kind yeah. of equipment was in it and, and what kind of uh, right well right now that's what we got in the back of the shop right now it's got oh, six okay. zv 615s on two xt 16ks and 12 xt pro mids mm -hmm. six xt xs six tweets all kenwood head unit um and we opened up the port quite a bit it's 17 inches and we've been stacking two by fours and doing testing so <laughs> that's how you do it yeah spl was been all over the place with it trying to you know trying to get it higher but i found a 2.3 db game messing with because we opened the board up so Ooh, so yeah. you said you were interested in bringing db drag and you thought it might be great for your local clientele uh, what specifically in DB drag are you interested in? I mean, we have cyclone, freestyle, base race, top dog, you know, regular DB drag. What What do you think is uh, the factor that you think your customers would like the best? I think a lot of, you know, musical classes okay. for sure. I'm not, I try to keep up with DB drag. I've really, I've competed in DB drag, but like one or, one or two times, it's been like way, way back in the day, like long time, like probably 2000 2001 okay um not started. try to keep up with some of the classes <laughs> do what that's when i started around 2000 yeah. we actually i did they had a show it was audio plus when it was in oklahoma city that's mm -hmm. the show that a couple of shows there and i did it i got my butt kicked yeah like really i believe audio <laughs> plus was one of the sponsors for the uh world finals in oklahoma city that year uh, I believe they actually sponsored no, they, the event. They used to do a ton when Michael yep. and Michael Hughes was involved with them. I think that's why it was Michael Hughes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so Jeffrey, would you mind uh, explaining to him the DB drag classes and what the differences are, so he can kind of see where it might fit with his clientele? Yeah, we're um, so DB drag racing is essentially what I tell people. It's the Burt class. You know, you go in. Um, you play a test home for like two, three seconds, put up a number, and then basically you're done. And, and you know, I tell a lot of the uh, first time competitors, oh, it's your first time, you know, just do DB drag, you know, you just put up a, a, you know, a number, just burp two, three seconds, you know, you're good. Um, but don't forget race, the important part. It's head to head, which is different than all other exactly. organizations. That yes. one, like 129.9 yes. bracket stuff yep. like that. Well, uh, essentially DB drag, you know, so you, you qualify in a particular class. And then when, when um, qualifying is done, everybody in that class is going to go head to head. You're seated somewhere in a bracket and you're going head to head up until there's just one winner. That would be um, fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's the biggest thing about DB drag. Yeah. So go over the other classes for him so he can see where uh, his guys so, please. Uh, next class, uh, next format um, is base race. So base race, it's a little different. It's an average score of your 30-second run on music. So there's no test tones. Uh, there's supposed to be no test tones in base race. <laughs> but uh, so it's more of an average. Hmm. So it's more skill-wise. So, um, you know, you really have to see it a couple of times or, or you know, participate in it a couple of times to actually right. understand it. But uh, once you do, it's, you know, you got yourself a meter at, uh, at your shop. You, you could do yeah. a test tune the day before. And then just have everybody practice. Uh, you know, I'll probably even be out the, the night before, and we could do a test and tune with a couple of uh, you know your customers yeah. out there, so they can uh, get accustomed to it. Uh, the next format, um, you got uh, Top Dog. Um, it's essentially like base race, um, and it, it's kind of fun because uh, Wayne Harris said he he uh, he kind of took it uh, 
from like a video game perspective, right? So you're going head to head up against another competitor. It's not necessarily like a 49 going up against a 29. It is. Um, right. Well, I mean, essentially it is. It's yes. Occasionally, yes. But uh, it, it's not always that way. Um, and that's a good part. You know, you don't have to be hitting the 49 nines, um, you know, to be competitive. You could do I had a at my last event. Yes, competitor at my last event, do 19 nines. So, um, so let me jump in there real quick. So yeah. um, I actually at my shows in, in California, we have quite a few participation. Um, my typical show, I have 11 or 12 in the top dog. And we will get 149.9 guys going against 119.9 guys. And uh, what's really cool is the 49 guy, he might bust out because it, it, once you exceed the 9.9, you get a red, your turn, screen turns red, you get zero for your run. And what he'll do is he'll open his door, his window, whatever he wants, and he'll try and <laughs> screw up the 129.9 guy or the 119.9 oh. guy. And, you know, it's just it's just gameplay, right? But yeah. the great thing is, is it's head to head and yes. almost all the matches between base race and uh, top dog and in one to three tenths difference so every single run is super close and usually i will tell you a big strong percentage of the new guys come i hook them up with a because we have world champions over here in california right i'll hook them up hey man show this guy how to do it this night and i i bet you we're well over 60 percent of new guys when i hook them up with somebody they end up winning so at any time everybody's got an opportunity to win base race and top dog. So sorry, Jeffrey, I'll let you get back to it. Oh, no, that's okay. So that's another thing to think about. Um, the next format we also have is, uh, is Cyclone. Um, what's new this year, uh, they kind of narrowed it down to two classes. It's Cyclone Demo Wall, Cyclone Demo uh, No oh. Wall. So you'll kind of get a, a mixture of like the new guys yeah. and, and like the veterans. And basically this is kind of like, um, so you open up your door, you play for a full minute and that I think is going to get the crowd going because, yeah. uh, with the door being open, the base, but is that in the out. glass too? The meter in the glass, right? The meter's on always the on the glass. Yes, well, always on the glass. And right yeah. yeah. I didn't think hey, anything. Well, and, and you know, it, it brings me to the next well, format. Well, let's go over the cyclone real quick. So oh, okay. also mm -hmm. what he, what Jeffrey's missing and, and for me and for Wayne, part of the. Uh, draw on the cyclone class is there's a decibel bonus for frequency so every hurt yeah. you play below 80 hertz you get one bonus db so if you yeah. play 20 hertz you get 60 bonus db so say you're 150 at 20 hertz now your your score your db score is 210 so yeah. it it, it um and for me i have i actually have the uh world record holder for no wall and wall in my area and so what we do is they open their driver door and i start talking to the crowd hey have you guys ever felt 20 hertz well no you haven't i need you to stand right here and this guy's playing 156 dbs at 20 hertz i mean just insane and windows breaking flexing everywhere oh, yeah. and for a solid minute straight right and um, that's the great thing about Cyclone. Yeah. And, and we, like I said, once I told you before, is now we are just focused on one car. That's not a head-to-head -head format, but it's 60 seconds where the entire show is focused on that demo guy. We call that our demo class for short, though. You know, if you're a demo guy, that's the class you want to be in. We've got a lot of cars here in Oklahoma City, a lot of guys that don't compete. Mm -hmm. They'll go to shows and demo, and, and they're loud. I mean, 
there's I just built a guy's Yukon, Chris Harris, and he is a no-wall. And we've got four SV5 15s on a Crossfire XT16K. And it's uh it plays low, low, yeah. low, low. When he does it, when he does it, tear it up. It's a no, it's a no wall. I mean, this thing will demo all day if he doesn't blow it up. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty, it's brutal. Yep. So Cyclone might be the way for that guy, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and he uh, might and he even be nationally competitive. Yeah, I think he would be. It's it's right now. I, it's around a fifty-six-five, fifty-seven at okay. thirty-four hertz. It's pretty brutal, but he tears it up. I mean, he's. <laughs> It's in my shop. He keeps my bills paid. <laughs> Chris is good That's people, good man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then go over the Perfect. final class there, Jeffrey. Uh, so the, the last format that uh, DB Drag offers is freestyle. So think of it as uh, Outlaw from USAC. Mm -hmm. uh, we utilize uh, the spear that we like to call. Uh, essentially what it is is uh, the globe. Um, and then you put it anywhere in front of your B-pillar. You know, you uh, uh, Saki veterans, you guys already know exactly where to put it, you know, uh, anywhere in front of the B pillar. Um, most of the guys put it on the, um, you know, the kick panel. Yep. Um, but uh, you put that in there, you open up your driver door, you can open up any door. Or seal uh, it, whatever yeah, is best or for seal your vehicle. It, you know, yep. so it'll, it'll cater it's... to a lot of, uh, a lot of Saki veterans who, mm -hmm. who do outlaw and, you know, try out uh, uh, freestyle. So, yeah. Uh, and just so you know, so um, uh, DB Dragon base race, your car sealed. Cyclone, right. driver door fully open, and then whatever fully else open. you want to do is on you. Top dog, you can do whatever you want. Doors open, yeah. you can, you know, freaking do whatever you want, right? You can slice your tires mm -hmm. open if you think that's going to make you louder. <laughs> um, it's up to you. But uh, in top dog, it's easier to control your system when the car's sealed, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, less environmental impact. And uh, with that being said, you but you do have the option. Like, say you're you, – so in the first 10 seconds, you establish your class. So if you're at 120.0 at 10 seconds in, now you have to do 129.9. So – if your car can't do that sealed up, now you can open your door and get to that 129.9 and hopefully don't go over, right? It's a lot of practicing, a lot of testing for that car. So, okay, so in California, we do a thing called beat the boss. So yeah. I don't I don't have a, a vehicle. I've never competed base race nationally. I've never done anything. But at every one of my shows, uh, the winner of each class for base race, 29, 39, 49, uh, they get the opportunity to go against the boss right here. I think I'm about 85% right now on winning just because I understand how it works and I just mm -hmm. borrow somebody's car there at the show. Hey, your car's in the lanes. Let me borrow it. Boom. Okay, which way do I turn the knob? Where do I push the play button? Okay, bam. And there you go. Yeah. And, and I do it. I mean, that's how easy it is. A dummy like me can win 85% of the time against people that practice all the time. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, like I said, uh, DB drag, the greatest thing about the DB drag top dog and base race formats is the head to head, which you don't have with any other organization. I think it would do good out here in Oklahoma. I think it would do really great, actually. Yeah. I mean, I know a guy right there. Jeffrey, we I need to get, guy. we need to, we'll get some stuff. We'll, we'll get some stuff going. I'm, uh, I'm having my re-grant opening. I call it re-grant opening. 
Uh-huh. I'm thinking about the first weekend of April because I want to get past finals because if I, if right. right now I've got so much work, we're trying to get caught up. We got two cars, three cars. We're trying to get ready for finals and I'm probably going to be buried in here on the weekends at nights trying to get stuff done. But uh, I'm thinking maybe the first week of April. Um, and if you, maybe we can't do it then, maybe we can have weekend after next or something. I mean, because we got a big enough area out here. Then again, I'll just have to kind of, I'm still going to have to pull a permit with the city because Oklahoma City, they're getting real strict on noise. And it doesn't matter if it's industrial or not. If it carries away and somebody can hear it, we're not really close to a lot of housing out here. Mm-hmm. Right now, my other shop, I was. I was super close. Now, this shop, we're really not because we're backed in like a most of these buildings around me are oil field industrial. Mm-hmm. And they're gone on Saturdays and Sundays. They're, they're oh, clocked perfect. out. They, they went home. So, so what's a what's a permit cost in your area? As far as? A noise, amplified noise permit, because that's what you're going to need. Uh, cost wise, I think it's like 25 bucks. It's yeah, not it, it's really. not expensive. And I would suggest yeah. anybody that's a shop because that was kind of the, the theme of today is that we want to talk to a shop owner, right? About yeah. TV dragging it. Um, yeah. So I would absolutely 100% suggest getting it. I think in Reno's the 100%. most expensive one that I've ever seen. And I think that was $48. Yeah. Um, I think I, when I did, uh, Wheatland, down there in LA, I think that one was seventeen dollars, but that was back in like two thousand two. Y'all have a certain time frame you have to do it because here I yeah. found out it's two weeks in advance. Uh, yes, and that's very common. Like yeah, okay. because they have to supply it to the police department and then mm-hmm. also publish it to people within so much area of your shop or something. Gotcha. So yeah. that that's why. Um, but I just want to real quick uh, mention Woody McDonald over here. He says, ha, 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 beat the bosses rigged. So <laughs> I, I totally randomly grab a car and beat people in it. Um, He's but, grabbing the loudest one. Well, no, no. So so literally, what? so honestly, what I do is whoever wins, they went against somebody. There's yeah. a reason that person made it to second place. So I borrow the second place vehicle. So I know at least I have a chance. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I will say that most of those gar, uh, most of those uh, vehicles are pretty damn smooth. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Chris Jenner says always take the beat the boss bet. Uh, so we do it for ten dollars. Easy money. huh? Uh, easy money for me. <laughs> uh, we had a new guy do it last year, uh, last weekend when we had our show. Um, never been to base race before in his life. He won. And then uh, he did the beat the boss. He lost me by one tenth. Oh. At the end, and uh, he didn't even pay the ten bucks. I forgot who did. One of the guys said, "No, nah, no, nah, your first time. I'm paying." <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good time. Um, would Would he also wanted to know uh, what's your favorite size subwoofer for sound quality and for SPL? And he's got all the way up to twenty ones over there. Twenty ones. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see any of the comments. No. Oh, oh that's in. Uh, uh, that's on, on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, oh, you too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's right. You're streaming on that. Uh man, sound quality. I I think tens sound really, really good. Uh I like the way the tens sound. Uh sealed, of course. Um, that's what I like. And SPL wise, man, I'm a fifteen guy. I'm a fifteen guy. Like minimum, right? Fifteen. 15 no, you said I'm fifteen. 15 
Jeffrey, you're really? all about the 18s, huh? Me too. I'm definitely yeah, about yeah. the 18s. Well, I, I've got a sixth order that we're building right now, and I'm doing six U-Serie 18s on two Salt 88s. Sick. Uh, <laughs> it's a, I didn't do the sixth order build. It was brought to me, uh, bought by a customer mm -hmm. out of Salisaw, Oklahoma, Bobby, Bobby Philpot, and he brought me in. We're, this is my first sixth order, like as far as testing, too that you know we we made it pretty we had to fix some stuff structural and stuff like that but it's got 18s and i'm really curious to see how that's going to sound yep. perform so, I'm so really, you have an sbl vehicle that needs structural has structural issues well somebody that seems built to be odd inside the enclosure <laughs> oh not like, not they, the vehicle they, itself got in, you inside the enclosure they uh -huh. i don't know who built it he bought it it's a cadillac escalade and they did 45s. They were crooked, half stapled in. I had to get in and fix some stuff. But we're going to be – it's clean. It's it's solid now. I mean, it's it's good. We got it We got it looking real nice, and we got it all trimmed out and got the side sealed up, got the headliner back in it because it used to have a wood roof because he wants to compete because USAC's big here in Oklahoma. So he lives in Salisalt, Oklahoma. So USAC comes there quite a bit in Henrietta, all that area. So – you can't compete in uh, like modified unlimited stuff with a wood roof. So we took the wood roof out and did stock headliner. And let me tell you, that was a mess. <laughs> Somebody didn't do everything right. I've had to, it. but it's turning out real nice. So, so I'm curious. To see. So I will say uh, one of the advantages of DV drag also is anybody can host a one X event. Now as a shop owner, um, yes, you can host a 1X event, but I feel, in my opinion, you're better off hiring a turnkey event promoter just because mm -hmm. you don't have to go and find trophies. You don't have to set up outside. I mean, you could literally focus on the customers and your shop when the event's going on instead of right. focusing on the event. Um, some shop owners like to host their own stuff, but in my opinion and what shop owners have told me, it's so much easier to write somebody a check for a couple hundred bucks. I would rather do that yeah. because me, I'm a people person and I like to walk around. I'd like to know what's going on in my shop. You know, <laughs> I want to bring somebody in and sell them something, you know, yep. I want to make money mm -hmm. and I'd really pay Jeffrey to come in and do that and, and let him, I'd like to learn it too on that side in case maybe I did want to do a, you know, a small show like that and do it myself. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to mm -hmm. throw a show here in two weeks. Jeffrey's busy. He's at Crossfire. He's mm -hmm. doing this. He's got stuff he's got going. We're going to have like a, you know, one time X or whatever, you know, yep. I'm going to do that. And something I can do. And then Mike and my employee, Ryan Sanders, my new guy, he can be running the shop and taking care of things. Cause I'm closed on Saturday and Sundays. So having mm -hmm. shows like DB drag on Saturday and Sundays is actually good for us. So yeah. We're, we're, we're closed. Oh, okay. So, Yes, good, I so. mean, so they can still come in. You can book appointments yep. for the following week and yep. be all set absolutely. for the next uh, month or so. That's <laughs> absolutely what Rusty was doing. He would book appointments for the Tuesday through Thursday because he was closed Sunday, Mondays. Yep. So he would have the show and he'd bring people in, show the showcase. I mean, he had his own car there, obviously a world champion That's Rusty car. from DC Audio. Yeah, Rusty Flowers. Yes, sir. Wow, this was before. Did he have it at his warehouse? Uh, no, he had no, it at his it. stereo shop. He used to be a stereo shop. shop owner. Okay. He and, needs to sell me his CRX. It just sits <laughs> at his house. There ain't no reason to use it. It's, it's beautiful, dude. He needs to sell me yeah. that car. Well, or he, to message him and ask him if he wants to sell it to me. So he sold one of them. I don't know if it now, was Anna's or his. I think he had a white one. 
didn't he? Yes, he that's the one he sold. He's got the red one. Yeah, the white ones he sold. Dude. Oh, he, Man, I'll take... he not on accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I did with Pigpen. I didn't do that on accident. I people thought I was nuts taking an SPO car, yeah, and making it a show car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this looks like Chris Munson's CRX, the white one. Yeah, uh, and he's got a truck car, and he just sold that, months. didn't he? He just no, sold I think CRX? that was a joke. I think that was a joke. Oh, okay. He ain't selling that car. That car <laughs> doing like a seventy-two right now. I think he was testing. Yeah, he had a video of him testing it there. Doing like uh, a freaking seventy-two. He'll be he'll be the the he'll be the next Trump guy to be. because oh, okay. he he is going to probably shoot for a seventy out of the trunk, and it's probably gonna happen. I, I believe got, either of those Munsons, they put their mind to something. It's gonna happen. Yeah, Either one of yeah, ones. that's that's uh, Chris. Chris, you know, when he built Pigpen, you know, that car, I think he got a sixty-five-five, <laughs> is what he got out of it. Mm-hmm. But anything over sixty-four-nine, sixty-five, it would always break. A surround would break. He'd blow yeah. a cone and everything. And then Chris perfected all that firewall or something. Yeah. <laughs> on on yeah, it was it tears stuff up. Yeah, and Pigpen oh, yeah. is just proven to be loud, and I don't know who else is going to beat Pigpen's score over a sixty-five-five at least. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, even Chris said it's just it's going to be it's really tough to get a trunk car that loud. Period. Anyway, absolutely, it's super hard to get a trunk car. I know uh, Jason Lucas; he's doing a sixty-three-eight, I think, out of his white trunk car. Um, I think he's doing world finals here in a few weeks in USAC. Um, I know he's a pretty strong contender. Uh, and yeah, so I think there's a guy from Texas. Is too, allowed to, I've heard, but uh, who? Uh, there's a Texas. guy from Texas, but I better keep that a secret. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, we already know that on there. Yeah, I know, I, I, I know what's going on there. Yeah, uh, so guys, we're running up on our hour. Um, Already? Jeffrey, yes, sir. Yeah, it's like we just got on. I know. Uh, you want to hit him up Jeffrey with the final question? <laughs> um, uh, um, the last, the next two questions, I should okay. say. Uh, yeah. I got one quick question. Somebody from Duncanville, his name is Patrick, says something about, uh, yeah, what's uh, horny goat weed or something? <laughs> Well, take three of them and you'll find out. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. That's good to know. I'll, I'll make sure uh, he gets that answer. Anyways, uh, so moving on to the second question. Um, it's a question that we ask all of our guests. Um, basically, what is your definition of a base head? Man, that can go a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. anybody from having just a single 10 to a using a stock head unit and 1,000 watt boss in. I mean, I say just do what you love, have fun, run what you want to run. Don't worry about everybody else around you. You just enjoy it. Yep. Uh, that's how I started. You know, I mean, I started with, I think, a Craco equalizer, and I had some <laughs> boss amps in my truck, and I thought I was doing EQ I I was booster. Craco EQ oh, booster. Yeah. Yeah. Sparko. That's Radio right. Shack. Back in the day when That's right. TS 6909s in the back. Didn't even know what I was doing. I just turned all the treble up and all the bass up and all the mid down the middle. I thought I was like, <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> yes. It was just exactly. I was like, oh, that's how I just go to EQ. 
I mean, true base head. Anybody that just loves base, man, you don't even have to be competitive to be a base head. It's just you yeah. enjoy, enjoy it. Just it's a hobby. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. something fun to do and keep yeah. you occupied. If you're happy with it, then it's the perfect system for you. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. All right, guys. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, tell us about your shop again. Where to find you? Social media. What? How? How do people get a hold of you? Your shop? Whatnot. We're on uh, 405 Car Audio on Instagram, and uh, we also have Great Day Classics. We buy and sell classic cars as well, uh, old school stuff. So we just started that, but we implement the audio with that as well. Um, we just moved 9700 Northwest 6th Street, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, zip code 73127. So anybody ever want to log into 405caraudio.com too. So we got to do some updating on our website, but we'll get there. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, what you got going on? Uh, we got a show coming up at Crossfire uh, headquarters coming up uh, March 19th. Uh, it's going to be Saturday, and it is a little close to uh, USACI finals. Um, so, uh, you know, we want to just put it out there at least, um, have an event for March. Um, you know, we might not get the uh, uh, the heavy hitters, you know, the guys that are gearing up for finals that following week. But, hey, you know, uh, somebody once told me when there's change, there's opportunity. You know, you might be that second place yep. guy that's always taking second place next to th- this guy. Well, he's probably getting ready for uh, USACI finals. And, hey, there's your opportunity. So yes, we're going to leave it up there for uh, for DB Drag. Um, same details, 12 p.m. Uh, we're going to have food there. Um we got uh, Roger kicking down a hundred bucks. Uh, uh, Roger, that's it. That's it. How about like an XT six K or hey. even a blown one? Can we even get exactly. a blown one? <laughs> Just a blown one, and then let Patrick repair it for free. Hey, hey, I'll, I'll bring that up with management, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. That won't work out too well. <laughs> so keep your eye out on the uh, calendar, the DB Drag calendar for that, um, and we should Saturday be having a bunch of. It's going to be a Saturday. It's going to be a Saturday. So, Okay. And then for me, uh, my currently my next uh, show is going to be uh, Cinco de Mayo the weekend afterwards. I think it's the 7th mm. or the 8th. We'll be in Hollister, um, you know, like the clothing. I don't know if you guys have the clothing out there, but they're pretty popular out here. I don't think anymore. Mm. <laughs> anyway. I think I still got some flip-flops or something. Some shorts. <laughs> I, I break them out on vacation once a year. So, yeah, so May and Hollister is actually a really nice time of year. You get there in June, and it is ugly in Hollister. It is hot as hell. It's in the middle of the desert for us. So How um, hot? 100, 105? <laughs> you wish. Oh. Hotter than that? Way hotter Dang. than that. It'll get 115, 113 all day out there. Nope. Yeah. And then as the wind, as the sun, uh, summer, or as the sun sets, wind will kick up 30, 40 miles an hour. So, yeah, so not pleasant during the summer out in that area. Um, that's why they do bike week and all that stuff prior to that. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So, we'll be out there the second weekend in May because uh, the first weekend's like May 1st and 2nd or something like that. So, we'll be there 
the following weekend. It'll be a couple days after Cinco de Mayo. We'll be there celebrating with the car club, uh, Lowrider Car Club, and doing our DD drag at that event. Um, we are looking at maybe, maybe making it a 2X event. Remember, on the West Coast, we have our points challenge. So Sonic FX points champion. Every show we do, we take $5 from every unique entry. We put it into a prize fund at the end of the year. We take that prize fund. We give it back to you competitors. We are hoping to see around $3,500. The last time we did this, we did this in conjunction with Jeffrey and uh, Andrew McCain. And we ended up giving out uh, just over $9,000 in cash to the competitors. Um, so this year, realistically, we're just hoping to be around thirty-five to four, thirty-five hundred to four thousand dollars. We can give out cash. Remember to get to be part of that. You have to attend five Sonic FX shows and have fifty points. How you get those points is up to you, but you got to have at least five shows and fifty points. So that means if you want to attend a couple of multi points, the first show was last weekend or a couple weekends ago. Um, we had twenty-two unique entries. So not too bad for a little local show. We ended up having 52 total entries uh, with 22 vehicles across all formats. We had 52 entries. So, you know, it was good. It was fun. Um, but that's what we got going on. Um, also, if you want to tip the host, uh, that Venmo, at SonicFX, Cash App, dollar sign SonicFX, put in the notes that this is a tip or podcast. I'll share that money with Jeffrey 100%. These things take us time. We're also looking for sponsors for the show. We got a nice, pretty spot right underneath my name, underneath Jeffrey's name, where we can add sponsor logos. Uh, yep. And so we can answer add sponsor logos. So if you guys want to sponsor up, hit me or Jeff, and we can talk to you guys about sponsoring. Uh, those will be a one-month thing. We do this thing every Monday at 6 p.m. Uh, California time, once again, the only time that matters. And if you guys are confused what the <laughs> main time that matters is, you can go to our fa my Facebook page uh, for Sonic FX, and we got a little chart there to show you where you belong. What about central time? No, no eh, love for central? You can do the math. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I love, I love Cali time. It is. I, Cali, Cali's a good place. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm planning on moving Where's out the way. Huh? I got family in Bakersfield. Oh, oh, Bakersfield's not fun though. Bakersfield's no. hot as hell. <laughs> yeah. San Diego. I got family in San Diego. Now San Diego's oh, gorgeous. Diego. Nice. My oh, yeah. sister Beautiful. lives out there. Yeah. Um, we've been, we're probably going to go and take our 62 Cadillac in our trailer and go out there and go have fun, go cruising around. She, go. They got a 61 yeah. Cadillac. So we're all going to go out soon. So hopefully yep. we'll see how they, I my love father, My father-in-law had a 63 and a 58 Cadillac. Oh, really? Yeah. I got a 60 in the back of the shop now, a 62 mm -hmm. back there. there 60s for sale. Yeah. So those are good cars. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I love it. But um, yeah, they have the Wonder Bar. Do you have your one, the Wonder Bar in yours? The, one, uh, the uh -uh. Auto-Tune Wonder Bar. No. Uh, so it was the it was the very first uh, stock radio with an auto search feature. It was called a Wonder Bar. My yeah, I don't have it had on that mine. In his. My buddy's. Uh, I know a guy has fifty nine has it. Yeah, we just bought a nineteen sixty Lincoln Continental, and it has the suicide. They have suicide doors. No, this one's a okay. uh, two door uh, uh, convertible. It's oh. been fully restored. Oh, and uh, we just got it, and it's got the FM tuner in the floor. And it oh, was a two thousand dollar feature in nineteen sixty. <laughs> that's that's half the cost of the dang car back then. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, I wish the cars were that cheap now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, guys, once again, thank you for tuning in. This is uh, Doug Stockton, your judge, uh, with my co-host, Jeffrey Fernandez, the uh, TV and movie superstar he is. Uh, our guest this week was Gary Davis. You can check us out on all the social media platforms that I can possibly do. Uh, also, we're on the um, audio-only platforms. I'll get it on there tomorrow. It'll be uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Tunes, Podbean, any other ones that you guys need me to get, just hit me up and let me know, and I will do my best to make sure we're part of that if we are not on anything already. Um, other than that, hey, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. You guys were great guest and co-host. I appreciate you guys being here, and we are out of here.